Hello and welcome to the DTS podcast. That's the Derek and Tony podcast. I am Tony. I am. You about said you were Derek. I am Derek, motherfucker. Don't try to live my life. No, I just got it. It's the it's the TDS no, podcast. That, that sounds way worse. It's TDS. The Derek and Tony show. These nuts. Yeah, it's Derek and Tony show. I'm Derek. That's Tony. Hello. How are you? We're here. Tony, what's going on, buddy? Uh, you know, it's great to see your beautiful face. I miss it on the week to week basis when we don't really talk. And this week has been kind of a low mark for us. Usually we're, we're pretty active on the, on the texts and you've been kind of a shady douche. So we haven't talked a lot. So I, I miss you, man. You're, 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 you're wrecking me here. Not talking to me. It's been busy at work. I mean, if that's, I mean, it's a bad excuse, but that's, it's a terrible excuse. excuse. I don't give a fuck. That's the excuse I have is, uh, that's fair. I, I honestly, I appreciate you having an excuse. Like that's good enough for me. I just fucking hate you, man. <laughs> That's the worst excuse. I can't actually. be affiliated with people whose daughters rape presents. Listen, yeah, so my daughter. <laughs> Listen, Tony, let me ask you a question. You ever raped a box in your day? I am not pro-rape. Oh. <laughs> now, I've, I've wrapped a box. My, uh, my, my daughter brought home some homework from over the, the holiday break or pre-break or whatever. And one of them was like, I would be a great elf because... And it's like, I am great at raping presents instead of wrapping presents. <laughs> Miss the great. W. I mean, everyone's got, you know, those those issues, especially when you're seven and can't spell or eight when you can't spell. Everybody uh, misses the W every once in a while, even the yeah, Ravens. Yeah, definitely the Ravens. I thought you were going Bush, but yeah, I, I didn't know where you were going with the W. I was like, oh, I don't know about that W, but sure. Yeah, the Ravens missed that mark uh, excessively this weekend. I Here's what I'll tell you. My team's not in it, so what the fuck do I care? But I, I truly tried to put myself in the shoes of my friends and my friends' uh, teams. Tony Welchel here, diehard Ravens fan. Loves the Ravens, has since I met him, right? Uh, my buddy, Careful Ralph, giant uh, Chiefs fan, huge Chiefs fan. So you imagine the mood swings I was going through, uh, having this experience with them, trying to be empathetic with them. Yep. Uh, the fortunate part for Careful Ralph as a Chiefs fan is it worked out in his favor. Uh, Lamar Jackson, woof. I got to tell you, uh, bumping it right up to the top, that's where we're starting today, uh, NFL news. The Ravens suck. They're the worst fucking team of all time. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. Listen, I don't know what else to say. You don't really believe that. In your heart of hearts, you don't believe it. No, fine. If you're the best team in the league and you just – you know, go ahead and shit the bed. Uh, you're here's, the worst team of all time in my book. Here's, I mean, I want your. I should. I should have stuck to my fucking guns. Go back and listen to our podcast, circa September, October. I was like, nah, they're gonna fuck this up. They're gonna. Fu-. I should have stuck with it. You should have. But it's easy to jump into that fourteen and two record. It's really, it's really easy. They fucked it up, man. Here's where I'm at with it. Is I honestly put the blame on nerves, and John Harbaugh. I think John Harbaugh is an idiot. I do not like. John Harbaugh. I think he's a bad coach. I haven't liked him forever. And that's I think harsh. he called a piss poor offensive game. And that's not to say the defense didn't play well. He doesn't call the offense, but that's fine. But, but whatever. He's still in charge regardless. He's still the guy that gets the blame. So guess what? You're a coach. You get the loss. And then you have Lamar, who was just forcing everything. He was getting outran and outthrown. And not yeah. for yards, but just quality. Ryan Tannehill uh, was playing a better Lamar Jackson than Lamar Jackson was. Yeah, he got shook. You know, and Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator. He calls the def- he calls the offensive play calls. So it's like I, I don't really place that on on Harbaugh as much. The head coach 
very rarely is the one calling offensive or defensive plays. Maybe like your Andy Reeds and stuff like he's that. He's still in charge of putting together the game plan. Regardless of whether he's calling the I play. Think the game, I think the game plan was good. I just think after 16 games, 14 of which you're blowing out your domination. opponents. You don't know how to play from behind. And yeah, Lamar, there way was, far behind. There was one specific play. It was fourth and one, and they went for it, which I like the Early aggressiveness. Early in the game, second quarter? Uh, yeah, maybe so. I can't it was remember first exactly quarter, when, second but, quarter, because he went for it and failed. Well, yeah, Lamar goes for it, and... Through sixteen through sixteen games of the season, you know we see Lamar. No, this was he rolled out of the pocket, and then this is the third quarter one because they did it twice. Okay, throughout the entire season, Lamar rolls out of the pocket on a fourth and one. Nothing, nothing really there. He just like he just foot raced the guy to the stick, and he'd get the first down uh, near the near the uh, sidelines. But he, like, stopped and turns around and runs the opposite fucking direction and ends up getting sacked and losing, like, four yards. Yep. So the, the guy's just shook, man. So here's here's the deal. is that game started, okay, yeah, you're losing, right? So you get down. You're finally getting a drive going. You're getting a little momentum. Your, your, your offense clearly has a little uh, gusto going. A little, uh, nah. little uh, uh, that's positive con- That's yardage. conventional. That's conventional thinking. What really happened is that the Titans were up by, like, three possessions. <laughs> and, and they, they just off. They just let you have some of these things. So they know but then like, it doesn't matter. It's going to take you eight minutes to to score every time it's fourth and one and this is the one i think they hand off to ingram yeah. and ingram gets stuffed down center yeah stuffed and at that point when you're down you you just need the points you need the points on a board you need to feel good that you got some points and instead of that mm. you call an offensive fourth and one and going for it early in the game and that really deflated the team i felt like and that was when it was just wow we're watching a just a demolition derby right now and the Ravens I, are are the stationary bus and getting wrecked. The, this is a quintessential football argument. Whenever these things happen, because yeah, your argument is you just need to put three on the board and kind of get the get the team rallied a little bit. Um, yeah. But you went for the fourth and one, whereas I'm in the book of like you need to go for that fourth and one, and you need to you need to shove it down their throats. This sure. team that's been stuffing you all day and show them who's boss. Um, so if it had worked. I think it would have been way more impactful than if they would have gotten a field goal. Um, and, you know what? And even Tucker, he didn't. He you know, looked. He, he looked weird. He struggled. Yeah. So I. I don't know, man. I mean, there Lamar was, basically didn't play of, for three weeks. So, and you know, it, it's honestly the same way the Chiefs looked. If you look at the next game, I mean, the Chiefs had that week off and they looked desolate. Yeah. I mean, every possible thing that could go wrong went wrong. The difference I, was it. They rallied. Yeah, pulled off twenty one points in three minutes and twenty four seconds, and won that game by twenty fucking points. Yeah, here here's the play by play of what happened to Tony on that Sunday. Uh, getting into the like halfway through the first quarter, they're down twenty four zero, and I'm like, I cannot watch this anymore. <laughs> Yesterday was too tough. The yep. Chiefs were my backup pick. Yep, I'm like, Wrecked. fuck this. I start playing some Call of Duty. I come back yeah. about I don't know forty five minutes it's later. It's probably thirty five forty minutes later. Yeah, and uh, oh, they're up. By a few points. They were what by seven, the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Going into halftime, they're up. So I text Derek, and he's like, uh, they scored three times in, you know. Three and a half three minutes. minutes. It was unfucking believable Like, my father-in-law and I were sitting there watching it, and he goes, they're not going to score 21 points 
in the game the way they're playing right now. And right. I said, fucking no, I get it. I wouldn't even watch this, to be honest with you. And so we kept it there because what else are you going to watch on a Sunday afternoon when there's football on? Yeah. They usually just show repeats of Jerry Springer and, and maybe an infomercial or two. And so nothing really going on. You leave the game on, and then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes just turns it on. I mean, full turbo boost, Paul Walker, rest in peace, lost to the maximum. And literally that defense solids up so much that the Texans score seven points in the next three quarters to the point that they get trounced 20 points. I am surprised Bill O'Brien has a job. Bill O'Brien doesn't seem like that great of a coach, man. Like, I don't... I don't mind him, but yeah, a lot of people really don't like him. Yeah. So, we we got the championship games this Sunday. You got anything planned? Uh, I work all weekend. Both games are on Sunday, so I'll be stuck at work. They're late, though, Uh, right? What time you get off? Well, no. The Packer game, I think, is at 5.30. Oh, okay. Uh, It's like... Five and five thirty, or I think it's ones at two, ones at five thirty. I think. Okay. Um. So I, I won't be able to watch, but the end of the NFC game, my my picks are on. <laughs> I just don't know that anyone's going to stop the Titans. I really don't know. Um. And I'm going to need you to get off the fucking phone. I'm looking while I'm at. I'm looking at the game. I'm looking at ESPN. Be, better be. Is it three thirty uh, or two thirty and five? Two oh five and five forty. Yeah. Yep. Uh. I don't think anyone's going to stop the Titans. I refuse to live in a world that Ryan Tannehill is going to go to a Super Bowl. So, no. Listen to me. That's all I'm going to say. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, my namesake, who's got a turd of a fucking braided uh, uh, fucking hair hairline. Yeah. The the dude has run 180 yards in the last three games. He's unfucking stoppable. He's built like a brick shit house. He carries everyone with him. If the Chiefs don't find a way to stop him and put a little pressure on Tannehill, that game is done. Even if you just stop the run and make Tannehill beat you with his arm, he won't. Eventually, he won't. Uh, I mean, he will. He has, but he won't eventually. I really think that. Um, But if Derrick Henry goes off, that's a done deal. So my picks this weekend are Titans 49ers. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could see the Titans. I can see the Titans going. Which my heart hurts says, me to say, my heart says, Chiefs Packers. If the Titans because who can, doesn't want to see a who doesn't want to see a repeat of Super Bowl one? Yeah, well, I agree with. I that. mean, yeah, you know, my so my heart says Chiefs Packers. I don't know that the, the Packers let the the Seahawks come back, so I don't know that the Packers are going to have it in them. The, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, have, baby. So the Packers have not done it on both sides of the ball. Uh, Lazard went out last week with an injury. I don't know if he's playing this weekend. Lee doesn't have a great receiving core where the 49ers have it on both sides of the ball. They're great offense, defense, doesn't matter. Special teams, all three sides, doesn't, doesn't matter. So the 49ers should win. I would yeah. love to see in my heart the Chiefs and the Packers because it'd be fun. I And I I hate rooting for a Chiefs, uh, for the Chiefs when I'm a Broncos fan. Okay. Uh, but AFC West strong, right? But realism overtakes all of that and my heart or my head tells me it's the titans and the 49ers yeah which let me tell you as an advertising person that is a boring fucking super bowl to sell (laughs) like that just does not sound fun no it doesn't um you know i I think the titans could pull it out i want the chiefs to win but then the pragmatic uh person in me goes like if the titans can do that to the ravens who are arguably the better offense versus the chiefs and by far the better defense like it's it's hard to think that it's not going to go their way. But if they go down, I believe four, nothing... in I believe in the curse of Sposta. 
You know what the curse is supposed to, right? <laughs> sure. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm a firm believer, as evidenced by the Ravens shit in the bed last week, the supposed curse is supposed to. Yeah, absolutely. Lamar's supposed to go in there and dominate. The Ravens are supposed to have a great defense. Yeah, well, the curse is supposed to decides to bend you over and fuck you. So, you know, the Chiefs, uh, I think coming into the week, the Titans are kind of like, ah, the Titans are supposed to go in there and do it again. And on the other side, the Chiefs are supposed to be the best uh, remaining offense. Team in the league. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I think if the, the Chiefs, if they can get up by a score early, I, I would take them the rest of the way. I, I, my like I said, my head tells me if the Chiefs go down twenty four nothing to the Titans, there is no coming back this time. Oh yeah, I do believe that part. Um, and then yeah, I I don't give really a shit about the Pack versus the Forty Nine ers. Like that'll be a fun game at least. Whatever. I hope. I think that will be a fun game. I think it'd be kind of cool to see Aaron Rodgers get a second ring, but or get get to a third Super Bowl, get a second at ring. Least, yeah, at least get to a get to a champion. But at the same time. Yeah. Garoppolo, how do you not love George Kittle, who's just fantastic? Yeah, you know that whole. I like that the story. Team. Yeah, it's just fun. Who you do know, you Kyle think Shanahan? Who do you think um, would have the most impact throughout throughout the the sport? Like send ripples and stuff. Yeah, the so Titans. Like the, the Titans have never won, right? They've yeah, the, the Titans are the, are the ripple. You know that is a Steve McNair story. That is a redemption story for for Ryan Tannehill, who came in late in the season. That I is don't a, know what a Steve story McNair has to do with anything. Because he never got the he never got the big ring, dude. He never got the ring. He's also dead. You could say the same <laughs> yeah, thing about but, Warren Moon. You could say the same thing well, about no, Eddie George. I'm just saying Steve McNair is like the, one, the most recognizable fucking Houston Texan or the I'm Titan. sorry, the Tennessee Titans. Sorry, maybe. Um, I think there's like a really cool understory about like the Titans basically ru- like if putting the nail in the coffin of of the uh, Patriots dynasty. Yeah, and and, and having it be it like Bill like. You know, Bill Mike O'Brien Vrabel. from the Texans fucks him, and then uh, Mike Vrabel just fucks with fucks with Bill Belichick at the end of that game, and and offs and him. uses it to his advantage to the Super Bowl. Like, right. the, yes, the the Titans are the better story, right? T- the Titans, if you were trying to st- tell a storyline that rippled through time, it's the Titans, right? A six seed coming from nothing, coming all the way up, and being able to beat everybody. That's that's the story, right? Here, here's the problem with the Titans for me that I think that I I want the Chiefs in San Francisco or San Francisco to win for basically this reason is like the old we talked about this the other week is like the, the transition has happened the old guys are out the last bastion of these old men is like Philip Rivers and Drew Brees and Roethlisberger and they're all way past their prime and on the way out. Roethlisberger is probably the most potentially viable of any of those, depending on how he looks after coming back from injury. The NFL needs somebody. They need that statuesque figure that, you know, having every year yeah, just be If you're, if you're ringing toss, in the new guard, yeah, if you're ringing in the new guard, it's Garoppolo. Uh, yeah, they need somebody young, defiant, that that will just... Or, I mean, or, or Mahomes. Mahomes is the better... I like Mahomes personally. I like Mahomes too. I like, like Garoppolo, but he's very he, Garoppolo doesn't do anything real neat. He's very Tom Brady esque, right? You right. realize why the Patriots drafted this dude. He's got kind of the same mannerisms. He's really low key. He doesn't really try to get after it too much. But the dude plays smart ball. 
where Mahomes is flashy, he's big, he's strong, and he can do these things. He is the guy you want to put on posters and say, this is the new NFL, this is who the guy is. He needs to team up with Aaron Rodgers, Allstate, baby. Oh, wait, he already did. State Farm. State Farm. State Farm. State Farm. That's right. So, um, I don't know. It's it's going to be an interesting uh, final couple of weeks is what I'm saying. Yeah, you you need those megastars in the NFL because, like, if you get past this year and Tom Brady retires and, you know, Phillip Rivers – uh, He's not retiring, but you, you get past another two, two or three years, all those old guys are going to be gone. Yeah, I, I, there's a guarantee that Rivers will be gone in three years. Yeah, a guarantee that Rogers will probably, well, maybe not Rogers, but Roethlisberger three years. Right. Uh, Drew Brees three years. Brady is an idiot, maybe not, but probably. Like we're on the cusp of a very big revolution, like you're saying. Moving on. From, Speaking of revolutions. From one thing that we're passionate about to another thing is politics. The uh, Democratic debate was at Drake last night here in the yeah. Des, Moines, Des Moines metro area. Uh, you watched it. I forgot the thing was going on at all, so I watched some highlights this morning. But, you know, you like who? I Well, it's less that I like who. It's more that I don't like who. Um, so watching that last night, you know, we talked about it last time, right? I, I use the, the the metaphor of the Royal Rumble or the simile <laughs> that this is not exciting until we're down to like four or three people. We're, we're sure. at six, at least right now, back at, you know, is it Drake last night? You got uh, Klobuchar, you got Buttigieg, you got Biden, uh, Bernie, uh, the old lady who I don't mind, Elizabeth Warren, and... Uh, uh, f- that fucking businessman, Tom Steyer. Um, <laughs> I like so, that Jimmy, uh, I saw Jimmy Kimmel said, you know, he showed a picture of the panel of the Democrats. He's like, this, this, this thing's wider than the, the Oscar nominations. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't, you just don't know. Um, what I found out last night watching the debate, you know, we talked a little bit about it last week, which isn't my favorite thing. Politics are not my favorite thing, but we're getting to the point that I should, I really need to start sifting out the people I don't like and and hoping and praying that the Iowa caucus, which is surprisingly still one of the most important things in politics, yeah. which is awesome to me. I think that's very cool. And I take very uh, I take a lot of ownership there. I think that's really cool. Um, watching that debate at Drake last night. I do not like uh, Klobuchar from Minnesota. Um, I do not like Tom Steyer. I think he is a, a Democratic version of a Trump. Um, and I, I, I barely like Buttigieg. I think Buttigieg is a little young. I, I don't know that I, I buy into what he's selling, um, only because I think that experience needs to happen a little bit more for him. Sure. But uh, I, I am there. I, I'm listening to Warren. I'm listening to Biden. I'm listening to Bernie. Uh, and and I'm and I'm listening to Buttigieg for the most part. So I, I've in my brain I've whittled it down to four. We'll see what happens come February. Uh, the other date pulled up when that Iowa caucus is it February third. No, that I don't the, know. <laughs> February third sounds Bowl. right. But that might be the Super Bowl. February second is the Super Bowl, I think. Okay, but. so February third might be might be that. But either way, the the thing I I find when I watch the news and it's a lot of why I struggle watching it is. It's so tailored to what they it's so tailored to their narrative and what they want you to realize. Definitely. And that sucks. Right. And so it makes it tough to really sift through. Okay, what are the questions are really asking and what are they setting them up to answer? You know, is this is this a T-ball scenario where ball is sitting on a tee and they're just crushing it? Or (laughs) is this a fucking curveball scenario where you got to judge what's happening and you got to find a good answer or you're just going to give some bullshit fucking face answer and hope that it's good enough for the American people. So. 
that was the thing for me last night, listening and watching the the, the hour and a half of the two hour debate that I watched uh, before I started falling asleep because I'm old. Huh. But uh, but I, I know for sure coming out of that debate that I, I don't care for Tom Steyer and I don't care for Amy Klobuchar. Klobuchar was very, let me piggyback off everybody else's answers and make some jokes and think I'm funny. Um, I just don't, I don't care for, her. I'm not saying that she's a bad uh, uh, politician. I just would not put my vote on her. I'm just, I'm just disappointed in the entire crop just cause I think all of them have pretty big flaws. You know, Bernie's old and he's really radical. Uh, Elizabeth Warren won't take any campaign donations from major corporations, which is, is just going to fuck her. She's not tapped into the social media aspect of it. Buttigieg, I think, turns some people off because he's young and he's he looks like the most Republican person of the Democrats, um, and he's probably the most centered uh, politically. But he's also like super tapped into the to the the younger crowd and the social media aspect. I think overall, the person that probably has the best chance is Joe Biden. He's he's got the experience that he can lean on. I think he can really ride the confidence of. Uh, Obama people love Obama and they love him more now that they see this fucking retard that we have in Trump but also like Biden is he's kind of witty he's kind of funny he's 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 got wit to take take on the shit that Trump throws out like I remember the debates last year Trump would just bomb on Hillary and she'd be like oh <laughs> smile and smile and nod I think I think uh, Biden might go back after him which is probably what we need so i don't know man we'll see what happens like i obviously gonna vote for a democrat whoever it is like i'm not gonna vote for trump right i mean and that's the thing that you know we're talking we're talking prior to us hitting record is they preach a lot about solidarity last night in the party when it comes to democrats and uh you know i i register independent just because i i will listen to everybody and anybody um except that fact that we have an uh an officer right now part of my language yeah. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't care for that man. Um, so I am a strong Democrat this, this year. Uh, but that's not to say I don't have some Republican tendencies as we talked about last week. However, uh, they preached solidarity last night. And the thing that I, I will say is that right now there is none. Um, no one seems to, I mean, the fact that there's still six of them, uh, still vying for that, uh, that nomination is, yeah. It speaks volumes to how many people want to take down Trump, but at the same time, it does not speak to solidarity. And I think that's the biggest weakness of that that whole group right now is that Trump will shatter the fact that the Democrats can't stand together to take me down. And that's why you should just keep me because the enemy of the enemy is my friend. Right. So that's kind of what he's going to be playing into, um, I think, going forward. The Iowa caucus, definitely, like we said, February 3rd, February 3rd. Yep, that sounds right. Um, And that will really help weed out the people that aren't are going to be able to last any longer. Yeah. It's disappointing, man. I wish it's just disappointing. Like I wish we had a, a really strong candidate. I don't even know who in the democratic party, like at all could be, but here's the thing is you had a pretty, I mean, realistically, realistically, you had a really strong candidate in Hillary Clinton. I'm not saying that she was the best, but there was a lot of pride, a lot of praise, a lot of love for her. She got the popular vote by like 4 million about 4 million votes. Um, and look what it did. Trump still won. So popular or not solidarity or not, we, we got to focus. So, yep. Um, 
hey we're man. about to hit our we're about to hit our limit break tony <laughs> yeah <woo. laughs> uh speaking of <laughs> little omni slash uh, an ultimate weapon. Final Fantasy VII got delayed, and motherfucker, Ag- that sucks again. Again, again. This game is uh, has been delayed. Uh, they need some time your- to finish the polish. Shit's d- more delayed than your woman's period. You know what I'm saying? Like Whoa. you need to get that shit checked out. Um, so I- I'm not mad about this necessarily because we're talking like four or five weeks. Um, it went from like March 3rd to April 10th. Is right. where we're at. Yeah, uh, 2020, which is fine. You know, more polish, and I'm. Here's the thing. I played this game. I know what this game is. I know what I'm going into. So to to know doesn't really take away from the fact that they're delaying it. Do I want to play it? Fuck yeah. But waiting another couple of weeks, that's okay. We're just in a lull. Uh, you know what sucks, games. though? It's a week after that is fucking Cyberpunk. Yeah. Well, just so many games got delayed. You know, like Final Fantasy had a, just we got had a, delayed. There's a, there's Last a lot of, of us got happened. delayed. Yeah. Um, Avengers got delayed. We'll talk about yeah. that. It's just like, man, we're in a lull for video games right now. And but you also, we're also in the nothing year of good till like April. That's okay. It's a good time to clear out the backlog. Um, I'm in the middle of playing, and we'll talk about this. Playing on the Switch, trying to play, clear up a couple games, and and really focus on on that because I've got realistically two or three months till I want to buy video games. So this is plenty of time between. Uh, new games and old games. Like I, I sat there on the Xbox screen today and I didn't have enough time, but I sat there and looked at all the games I downloaded and I was like, okay, devil may yeah. cry is probably like 10 to 15 hours. Right. Could probably blast through that uh, guy on the other show. Just finished Metro Exodus. He said it was bad. Like I should play that for a couple hours. See if I like it, you know, or delete it. And then I sat there and stared at something that I've never played like ever. And has been around a long, long time. Okay. And I was very, I was contemplative of starting it. I didn't, but the fact that I even considered it tells you what kind of lull we're in. I almost started Halo. Ooh, yeah, that's a bad idea, dude. All the Halo games kind of suck. Like, I've never they, played. They Halo, don't hold though, up, but, you know. But I've never played one. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of that FOMO of the idea that even this this long in my video game career, I've never played a Halo game. I should at least experience one. Uh, boy, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Like uh, for the time they were amazing. Um, but I'm so stuck on my card. I'm so stuck on my card battlers right now. It's not (laughs) funny, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah, so there's there's some real shit happening there with the card battlers. Final fantasy seven getting delayed. It sucks, but it's awesome. Like I'm still excited for that game. Yeah. Um, it's still going to be great. I'm super pissed still that it's a part one of a part, whatever. Um, but I'm, you know, it's, we're, that's kind of, it clears up more room for the games that are coming out in March, which are doom and animal crossing. And I'm way okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I neither one of those games interests me, so I I think it's maybe I'm really hit, surprised that Animal Crossing harder, don't. But. Yeah, I'm surprised that Animal Crossing doesn't like you. You seem to look for like a pretty chill game sometimes of just like mindless playing, and I'm, Animal Crossing is definitely that. I'm really hoping you pick it up because I'm going to be playing a fuck ton of Animal Crossing. Yeah, right, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, March, especially if you're this desperate right now, you might. Yeah, that's for sure. We might uh, have to just go hap. We might have to go hapsies on a Doom Collector's Edition though. That's an awful. Are the, you I, fucking I, kidding I, me right I, now? Why, dude? You know you're gonna want to play it. It's not gonna happen. Forty bucks, dude. I want to buy the deluxe edition. Eighty bones. Forty bucks a piece. Digital. We'll do it on the X Bone and call it a day. I don't want to do that. Well, suck a dick, then, Tony. Suck a dick. 
All right, anyway, next thing. That was fucking hateful, man. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Sorry. Christ. I get really angry, really Are fast. you okay? Yeah, I'm good. So Avengers got delayed, too. Avengers did get delayed, too, yeah. It, it got the bigger of the two delays, though. I think what's more interesting, the same to, day. more interesting to me is that, uh, um, you know, Robert Downey Jr. has been having all these rumors. Will he play Iron Man again? Will he reprise the role? Is Iron Man really dead? Blah, blah, blah. He was like definitive, like, nah, I'm done with that. No, he's, he said anything can happen, but Iron Man's dead is, is what his quote was. Yeah, he's he, well, he said that he's uh, uh, I'm trying to pull it up here. I think he basically said, I've done everything I can for the. For the, right, for the role. For the role. Anything can happen in the Marvel Universe. I've done what I can with the role currently. So, yes, I, he's dead. I'm done. Yep. But, that I mean, that doesn't really factor into the Avengers game. You're talking about a game that got shown at E3 from Square Enix that was pretty panned because of the way the game looked. People were pretty un- unhappy with the design of the characters, especially considering they thought it was going to be a, a Marvel's movie license Avengers where it looked everybody the same. Uh, it's not. Right. So, I'm I'm okay Square Enix taken. I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up pushing this to 2021, uh, early March. Sure. But you're talking, it was a May release. They pushed it three months, four months to to September. Yep. Um, so clearly they've got a lot of work they want to do. And I, I honestly, with a team that's making it, I'd much rather see them take the time and make it a, a good game and not rush out a trash fire. So. Okay. Yeah. It looks interesting. Like, I can't really remember like the the last really good superhero game that we had. Like, I, I mean, Spider Man a couple of years ago, yeah. but, but last year, twenty eighteen. That sorry, like an years like an now, ensemble yeah. game. Like, there's there's the Mortal Combats and stuff like that that come out, but now, uh, yeah, that's mean, not really the, superhero. Maybe X Men. Like Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom came out last year, but it got shat all over. And I'm sorry, not more, not Marvel vs. Capcom, but Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance, Alliance three, yeah. and that got shit on. So I'm with you. Yep. Um, I just want to, I want a game that isn't like, you know, uh, give me destiny, but Marvel, like a street fighter style fighter, but like, I want it to be open world, a beat them up. Yeah. Like, I don't want to beat them up. I just want like an open world. Like I got to go like save these people. I don't really know how how you pull it off, but like, just give me a, just give me a Marvel's destiny. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Like I want, I want a better version of DC online universe. Yeah. That that game that I pay for. Yeah, right, exactly. DCEU could have been great. I mean, I didn't play a ton of it, but was was really cool for the time. I really wish that what was that Marvel game that was kind of like uh, Diablo that was online that I really wanted to play. Do you remember that? No, there was a Marvel Diablo ish game that was uh, out there for a while. Marvel Heroes, maybe I can't remember for sure. Interesting. But, no, I don't know that. Um, you saw the uh, I don't know if you did, but the Resident Evil three trailer, another trailer dropped. Uh, it was that I'm going to be kind and just say, no, I did not see it. it it was the Nemesis trailer. I don't give a fuck about Resident Evil, but people are really hyped. You know, they've done a really good job with RE2, a lot of goatees, uh, a lot of awards. Is, is the They're Nemesis about, that, like, really big, ugly thing? Yeah, yeah, so, like, in Resident Evil 2, it's Mr. X that's chasing you, and so you had all these really right. cool uh, Mr. X moments. So, basically, it's the same kind of physics with uh, with, with Nemesis, and that's what RE3 is going to bring to you. Okay. Um, it's going to give it to you, if you will. Ah, so that, that's that's coming out in the spring. So it's exciting there. Um, but for, for people that like Resident Evil, there, there you go. Um, this is something that got me rock hard. And I'm talking rock hard like a dragon. You know what I'm saying, Tony? Uh, that's a bad one. Thrones. That's a bad You're one. You're right. You're right. 
The uh, uh, rock. Hold on, let me try again. Rock hard like Dragonstone. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's also bad. Okay, it was bad, dude. You tried You're too right. hard. You, you, you take it from here. Uh, the Game of Thrones prequel, The House of Dragons. Uh, HBO exec that is in charge of it, not the producer, but like the executive on it, says that that's coming in May 2020. Uh, 2020 fuck, I'm just messing that up. Mid 2022. That's hard. That's a hard year to say. 2022, Tony. 2022. You can um, just say 22 now because we're in the 2020s. You can just say 22. True. 22. Yeah. Summer of 22. Uh, mid, mid of 22. That sounds weird, man. We don't talk about how weird it sounds, Tony. Okay. Uh, anyway, how do you, this is like about the Targaryens back in old Valyria and all that stuff. How do you feel about having to wait two more years for anything Game of Thrones? I'm way okay with it. Honestly, it gives me a time because the first thing out of my mouth when I told the wife about it, because I'm like, oh, fuck, Game of Thrones prequel 2022. And she's like, why do we need more Game of Thrones? I said, because they killed it at the end. Like yeah, they ruined it. We need it. something. We need a redemption. It's like the fact that my first reaction is still that they shit the bed, ending the fucking series that was the most talked about thing for the last X years. Right. Is is why you need to wait. This is, you know, it's it's why you wait 30 years for a Star Wars movie and hope you don't fucking shit the bed. Uh. Um but I think if anything, I, that just proves the longer you wait, doesn't mean you're getting the something worse better. Be, yeah, and, and you're right. Like, there's a very strong possibility this, that this could be god awful. But right. I am not ready for more Game of Thrones content immediately. Give me time to, to to settle with it, make my peace with how bad they finished it, and you know, come time for a new series, maybe I'll like it, or maybe it'll be the Joey of Game of Thrones, and we, we'll all just hate it. Do, uh, do, did you get that reference? No. I don't understand what you're saying. Joey was the spinoff of Friends that was critically panned. Uh, (laughs) Everyone fucking. Is that the Matt LeBlanc one? Matt LeBlanc show, yeah. yeah. It was Uh, real bad. Yeah, he's bad. He's bad, period. I mean, it's okay. Episodes is okay. Have you ever watched episodes? No. What's that that show that he had about sex or something? Episodes. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check that out. It's a good show. Him and Uh, and David. uh, Not David David Crusoe. Uh, what, who's the Crane? who's the guy from X Files that had the sex show too? Oh, California Duchovny. Duchovny, yeah. Duchovny, him and yeah. Duchovny, man, they're just yeah turning William turning H. their Macy. fame into great great yeah. stuff. And H Mesa, yeah. But yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm way okay with them taking their time and not rushing it because I want it to be great. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <clears throat> a, a show that you're not going to have to wait too long for is the Snowpiercer TV series that's coming out on TNT. I, I love that movie. I really oh, it's do. real good. Yeah, real good Fuck movie. Chris so Evans good. is real good on it. Dynamite. I like. I liked all the twists. Um, action. I haven't was watched. Good. When, when did it come out? Twenty thirteen or fourteen? I think. Right. God, it's been four or five years for sure. Yeah, at yeah. least. I, I watched it down in Columbia, Missouri, at Carol Ralph's house one night after. Uh, after it was the same. I think it might have been the same night that they, um, or the the day before that they announced PT, you know, that playable oh, teaser. And then we stayed yeah. up all night playing PT. That's an 2013. That's an interesting callback. Yeah. No, but it's just, it's just weird that that's, that's my brain is like that same weekend was when we watched Snowpiercer and then we played a fuck ton of PT, which by the way, Snowpiercer, the movie directed by critic, uh, Academy award nominee, uh, boom, bong Jun who, who just did, uh, you're going to make, Parasite, which was uh, nominated for Best Director and Best Screenplay this year. 
That's you heard weird. about Parasite? No, not at all. Oh man, it's like all over the. It's it's apparently a big hit, Tony. You need to get on the. Get, get with the time. What happens Tony. every Oscar season, dude? Like, oh, this this is like the greatest thing ever. No, it, it, I I've I've watched the Oscar uh, best movie of the year like going on six or seven years in a row, and only a couple of them were what I thought was any good. It's a little too it's a little too meta, man. Uh, Parasite and with a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes with 350 reviews, a rating of a 9.4 and a 96 on Metacritic. So if that doesn't make you question your actual sanity, and maybe you should watch this movie, I don't know what does. Can I watch it on Netflix? Uh... Anyway, so what I was saying, <laughs> Snowpiercer's great, yeah. and the TV show coming to TNT makes me real excited. I agree. But let's go back to this Oscar talk. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because the Oscars are less relevant than ever as far as I'm concerned. It's yeah. it, I I wasn't one the last few years to buy into like this it's it's a bunch of racist white people talk, but like goddamn if this, this year, year sure. if this year didn't prove that they really snubbed some minorities. They so, also snubbed some white people though. Sure, but like I, I mean that's like that's like I, when you're gay and you have a girlfriend. Like <laughs> and it's enough. and it's just to cover it up, the fact that you're gay. Like, they didn't give Adam Sandler a nomination for that fucking Uncut Gems movie, which looked dynamite and was getting some pretty heavy praise. It's getting good Not reviews. a goddamn thing. Yeah. Um, here, here's what I do with every Oscar season is I usually go through the coconut. We'll watch all the trailers and then we'll try to DV theater uh, all the movies. Okay. And we'll try to watch most of those. So like DV let theater. Me just, <laughs> that's what we call it. So here's the best picture nominees, Tony. You tell me your interest level on these. Okay. Give me a one out of ten. Okay. Ford versus Ferrari. I'd give it like a seven. Uh, the Irishman, which you've seen. I, I've seen it, so it's hard hard to judge. But I that mean, would have been like an eight. Going, in, going into it, what would you give it? Like an eight. Jojo Rabbit. Zero? That's know. your boy Taika Waititi. That's the comedy movie about uh, with Hitler in it. Stephen Merchant. Two. Alfie, Al- Alfie Allen, as in the dude from Game of Thrones with no dick. Sam Rockwell, Scarlett <laughs> yeah, Johansson. I know who Alfie Allen is. I'm just still, making sure, man. Still like a two. Oh, wow. Uh, Joker. Uh, uh, that would have been like a nine. Uh, Little Women. Don't know what that is. Uh, it's a, like I think it's a remake, actually. It's the movie from uh, from Greta Gerwig. Nope. Nothing. Okay. Marriage Story. Uh, that one snuck up on me. So if once I knew what it was and who was in it, maybe like a seven. But before... Nope. Zero. Yep. yep. Okay. Nineteen seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's a ten, dude. Uh, no, not. I'm not a big war movie guy, so I'd say like. A hey, six. hold on. Did did Dunkirk not do it for you? Nope. Didn't like Dunkirk that much. Holy, how are we doing the show right now? It, it uh, was too long, and I don't like. I don't like reading you, that much. Oh my god! Did you see it in theaters? Dunkirk. Or did you see it at home? Yeah. No, I mean, I watched it in my theater. No, 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 no. An actual theater. theater. Seeing it in theaters was insane. Anyway, I I mean, it was the only thing. The only thing about Dunkirk that was great was the fact that it was in Dolby Atmos and I watched it in my downstairs basement theater. Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, that would that would have been like a 10. And Parasite, which is which is ironic because I bought it the day it came out, but I didn't watch it for like a month. Um, Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Bong Joon-ho. Bing bong, bing bong chong. That's for Parasite. 
I'll check out Parasite. I mean, if it's getting that much review, to me, it's, it's like a lot of love. Is is it made by some big studio? Like, should I know about this movie? No, it just th- this dude has made. He made the host. Right. Um, he made Snowpiercer. Right. Uh, he made a movie called Memories of Murder, and then he made this uh, this new movie, Parasite. Okay. Yeah, I'll check um, it out. I just find that a lot. A lot of times, those kind of reviews are skewed because they're a small audience that they're catered towards, and that will review them. They're not like a massive no, audience. Um, did you see uh, Okja or OKJA? That was a movie. That, that was, was a horror around. movie, right? I believe so. Yeah, it was no. like a, a weird, like a girl in a genetically modified thingy. Nope, I did not see it. Okay, yeah, that was another one of his movies. Anyway, he's done some weird shit, basically, and it's gotten a lot of gotten a lot of uh, a lot of love. So, okay, I I love Oscar season. I've always have. I love the idea of being able to watch those movies or having a reason to watch those, and I can convince the wife to watch them because hey, look, they're getting recognition, so she's a sucker for those. So sure, she likes that stuff. Um, Here's a good movie coming out as the Bond film. Yeah, so I, I'm way excited for I. <laughs> I should say I was excited for this until a couple of things happened. Um, the new Bond movie, No Time to Die, is a great name. Billie Eilish is on. Definitely don't give a fuck about Billie Eilish making that song. Not she at all. Herself. And then the idea that this producer come out and said that Bond can be black, white, Chinese. Any color that, that matter. we want, just not a Any woman. Any color of the rainbow ain't no bitch. Well, okay, geez, that, he didn't say that, but... Well, that's kind of what it sounded like. He was pretty definitive, or she was pretty definitive about it. It's a woman that said this, by the way. Yeah, said that Bond James can't be Bond a woman. Bond will never be a woman. Yeah. Um, I mean, that caught some headlines, but I was trying to think of, like, another massive role that has been played by a man for decades that a woman just took over successfully. Like I, I couldn't think of any, I mean like comic books have some of that stuff, but I don't think it's that outrageous to say like, it's not that a woman would do it. It's not that the woman would do it just like any, (laughs) I should watch what I say. Uh, You just shouldn't say that it will never be a woman. Sure. It's better to say nothing than to say something sometimes. I think, I think what, what the hidden thing here, like, outside of the con you know outside of context is like james bond will never be it's not going to turn into jamie bond you know or anything like that but i think there could be a woman in a role in the bond universe that isn't bond you know like 005 or something there's like. a lot of an opera well and they kind of tease that with this new trailer and the new one but yeah there, there's a lot of opportunity for ariana grande to sing you know, you'll believe Bond is a woman kind of song. You know, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's funny. just there's some there's some um, work to be done here. I, I um, you know who would be a really good Bond as a woman? I, I don't who. I thought you Scar were about jo? to say it. Scar Scar Joe. Oh fuck no! Somebody oh. that does her own stunts has been in a lot of action movies before, and is a really good actor, actress. S- Sandra Bullock. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Charlize Theron. Oh no, I don't like her. Oh man, have you not seen some of those spy movies she's in? She, I mean, it's fine. I just she's a, she doesn't trip my trigger. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'd be way more into ScarJo doing it, um, or like I said, a Sandra. If you want to go with a little bit of an older lady, uh, we need I mean, like the, plenty we of need good like the female John Wick. Who would that be? Female John Wick? Yeah. Who's in an '80s movie that everyone loved and then had a good comeback in the late '90s? Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's Keanu's trek, man. Who's done it? Uh, uh, J- Jodie Foster. 
That'd be pretty good. She's dude. old as fuck. You're talking about people that are really fucking old. Dude, Jodie Foster had a great career in the 80s and then had a banging couple of movies in the 90s. You ever seen Contact? Jodie Foster is God. She's 58 years <laughs> old, man. She can't be 50, playing on, no Bond film for the 50, next 20 50, years. <laughs> Jesus 50. fucking Christ. <laughs> Easy here, buddy. Easy. 58. Okay. How old's Keanu? Uh, He's probably 52. I'm going to say 52, 53. Keanu, Keanu's I, not young. He's 55. So three years is that big of a fucking difference? You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, but then. okay. How old was he when Wick first came out? Doesn't matter. That was three like six years, years less ago. Is, three years more is what Jodie Foster would have been. Uh, be, I'm going to just Google because we can't be the first people that thought of this. Who would be the best? Ooh, we 10 females that we think should play 007. Margot Robbie. Damn, that's no. a good one. No, I don't agree. Right up. Oh, look at this one. Very first one on the list. Number one, Charlize Theron. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, Claire Foy. Okay, I can see that. Maybe like Emily Blunt. Uh, I haven't scrolled through this nah. enough, but uh, Zoe Saldana. Blunt's good. Saldana would be good. Mar- I think Margot Robbie would be really good. I don't know Ooh. about Margot Robbie. Angelina Jolie. Nope. Out. Uh, I don't know how to say this lady's name. Thandie Newton. Yeah, Thandie Newton. That'd be good. She's in Westworld. Yep. Yep. Hey. Really good in Westworld. Here's Emily Blunt. Uh, hey, you just said that. Yep. Ooh, this is. These are all younger females, by the way. Ruth. N- I think the last name is Nigga. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you did not just say that. You better bleep that. You better edit the show, dude. That's, Who? That's her name. I'm telling you. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? N- Ruth. N e g g a. Ruth. She's Nega. That's not. A- Nega. Nega? Okay. Nega is how you say it. Phonetically, right here on, on Wikipedia, Nega. Okay, good. Uh, Naomi Harris. Don't Naomi know. Harris would be good. Yeah. So there's there's some names. Now, who would be a good male Bond? Uh, who's going to take over? Out there right now? Who's going to take over for Bond? I mean, are we talking, do we want a white Bond or a black Bond? Or a brown bond. I mean, The Rock would be a great bond, but it's a little hey, too big. He's a little okay. too buff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you realistically, like that dude can act, and who does not want to see The Rock in anything right now? Right? True. He's on fire. It would be perfect. He's way too um, big and conspicuous, though. He'd he have would to, be like, great as a Bond down. villain. I want Idris Elba. Yeah, everyone wants Idris Elba. He's so good. Have you seen Luther? I, I Luther has always been on my I should watch this list. It's but so good, man. It. It's so good. Uh, Sam Hagen. Let me just give you. How about uh, how about the? I'm going to give you the best actors in the uh, the goal of the. I'm sorry, the Academy Awards, and you can choose from here who has to be the next Bond. If you had to choose, right here you go. Okay. Antonio Banderas is nominated for best actor. By the way, well, let me let me Google him real quick. I mean, he probably doesn't look great. That motherfucker is 59. All these 60 year olds you want. Okay, Leo DiCaprio. No, he's too, he's too famous. Adam Driver. He might be too famous now, too, but he looks weird. Bond is a really clean-cut dude. Joaquin. He would never do it because he doesn't do sequels. De- definitely not uh, Jonathan Price. Nope. Uh, Tom Hanks. Anthony Hopkins. Al Pacino. Joe Pesci would be a great 007. <laughs> That would just be fun. Funny. Uh, Funny out. 
Too old. Uh, too famous. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, what about, know, you're how about Richard Madden? Off the top of my head. No, it, just not. Too much hair. <laughs> too much hair for my bond. Tom Hiddleston? I could see Tom Hiddleston doing it. He's Annie, too lanky. He's too lanky. He too could, he could he beef up. And he's British, he'd, man. Yeah, he'd need, to thick up, he'd need to thicken up a little bit, but yeah. How about Gerald Rivia? No, definitely not him. You don't think Henry Cavill could play? I'm not. I'm not tossing a 007 to him. Okay, I'm going to come uh, back to this one because this is probably my one of my one of my favorites. Uh, Luke Evans, I like him a lot. Christian Bale would be a great Bond. Uh, Michael Fassbender, mm. no, too tall. Yep. Adrian Turner, nah. Aiden Daniel Turner. Craig, oh wait, that's right. Cillian Murphy, that's yeah, interesting. Would, He'd be a good villain. I'd be. I'd be into Cillian Murphy. I think he's a great actor. Uh, um, James McAvoy's on here. Jason Statham. No. no. Ewan McGregor. No. Yeah. Now we're talking. Okay. That would be like I a. That'd some... be like a more grizzled, like a uh, more grizzled Bond. I think. I really think that Christian Bale could kill a, a James Bond couple of movies. Man, I really do. He's so method with the way he acts. He's already been a big name franchise, so he knows how to kind of handle those things. Christian Bale just, just wouldn't do it, man. You don't think so? No, he he hated the fact that he like jumped into a mega franchise like Batman, and Bond is arguably as big as the Batman franchise. Honestly, probably bigger. Yeah, so it's like I don't it's think way he would big do in it. London. Uh, Tom Cruise, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, yeah, the dude from uh, Get Out definitely not going to do it. Um, he hates that he didn't get cast over in Europe at all. Who's uh, Lily James? Oh, Lily James Michael good. B. Jordan could be good. Oh, yeah. Michael B. Jordan's great. Uh, I think he'd be real good. Okay. That was... I just scrolled through. Same with the dude that plays Black Panther, though. He could be really great at it, too. Yeah. Noomde Tonkwa. Jesus. I can't think of his Black Panther name. You thought what I said was bad. What the fuck was that? I can't think of Black Panther's name. He's just the Black Panther. That's all you had to say. Let's go back to this one. I scrolled past it. But I think this one is real good. And that is Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's a name that's been thrown around for a long time. You know, I haven't seen Venom, and I know this is not Venom's the same good kind of thing, but I, I really kind of want to see Venom. I never did. But Tom Hardy's so suave and so calculated. Have you, know, you seen like, Lawless? Have you seen The Warrior? I, 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 I did see Warrior years ago, and it was on Netflix when I first got Netflix because it was an old uh, BBC or British movie that come through. Yeah. Um, Lawless was the one with him and uh, Shia, LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, right? Yep. Yeah. And, I, and that movie's fucking crazy. It's brutal. Um, yeah, it's a fucked up movie. The guy takes like 10 fucking bullets, man. And so uh, Tom, he, he just, he, he can really act, you know, and he's suave about it, and he's a fucking handsome motherfucker. So I, I think Tom Hardy was a real born good in the darkness. Yeah. Oh, you think the darkness? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think the darkness is your ally? I was born in it, molded in it. It's fucked up. People bad of villain. Gotham, protect bad. your city. <laughs> it's a bad villain. I was really, um, I really, I was so excited for Bane. It's too bad because he looked awesome and sounded good. I thought too. And the mask is still something I would want. I would wear that mask. Oh yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. One. So cool. Anyway, uh, we 
I think we were talking Idris about, we Alba were talking would be probably that. the best of all of them. We were talking about that because Bond got fucking some bullshit on it. We turned it into that. That was good. That was a good little bit. Yeah, uh, have you ever heard of Temten? Um, I've heard of Tum Tum, who is one of those uh, three ninjas. <laughs> the three ninjas kick back. Three ninjas <laughs> high yeah. noon. Yeah, fuck yeah. High noon at uh, Hulk Hogan, mountain. baby. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, dog. Yeah, that was, that the three was ninjas. That was, the wor- that was like Love the best Tum-tum. worst one. Love Tum Tum. Yeah, the, that Hulk Hogan one was real bad. I like the one with the masks. Which one was that? I think that's the second one, if okay. I'm not mistaken. I watched the fuck out of the three ninjas. Yeah, that was that was the shit back in the day. So listen, Tim Tim is uh Tum Tum. Tim Oh no, you're Tim really Tim talking Tim. about something. Tim Tim. It's a video game okay. coming out. Sure. Yeah. I'd never heard about it before today. Um, but now I'm super intrigued. So it's a uh-huh. Pokemon influenced MMO. Comes out for early release next week on Steam. Um Okay. And I watched, they released, like, this game gameplay, extended gameplay, like, the first 30 minutes of gameplay. It's it's a Pokemon-ass-looking game. Pokemon? But it's, okay. it's an MMO, like, a full-fledged, like, you get quests, you can do stuff. Um, I think you should check it out. Like, it looks pretty legit. It's Maybe. got some. It's got some real bad balance issues, but, like, could there be another, is there room for a Pokemon? Like a, a Pokemon, a, a, another Pokemon. I think there's plenty of ripoffs of Pokemon already. So yeah, sure. Why why wouldn't there be? But in, I mean, in you the had MMO franchise world. Eh, maybe not in that world, but you've you've got plenty of ripoffs of what these games already are. I mean, Pokemon to quite a lesser, literally, to, literally the biggest franchise ever. To a literal degree, I mean, Digimon was there, Yu Gi Oh was there. Yep. You know, if you're talking about just like monster style games where you're out catching or. Magic the Gathering. Pokemon. Yeah, Magic, Monster Hunter, things like that. I mean, I'll take pretty take liberties from that series already. So, yeah, there's a, there's plenty of more room. For Monster Hunter, though, definitely around before Pokemon. Sure, um, but the, the, the rage of Pokemon's different. This game, though, like, if you haven't looked it up, it, I mean, it is a Pokemon-ass Pokemon game. Like, it looks just like Sword and Shield. Um but there's a lot of really original Pokemon ideas down to the fact that like you're an up and coming trainer and you get a pick between three starters, like to that degree of fuckery. So I'm going to be following it. Cause that sounds pretty fucking legit to me. Sorry. I was no thoughts. Michael, Michael Colton. Too busy on three ninjas. You know, the oldest three ninja is only 40 years old. How's that make you feel? I always like Colton the most. Colt was Colt was the dude, yeah. And then Ch- uh, Tum Tum was was the was the fun guy. Yeah, the the oldest brother. He was always a he was always a party Rock. pooper. Rocky, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, you remember those goofy ass hippie dudes from that? Is it the uh, second movie? Like second one or the third? There's four movies. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, Knuckle yeah. Up, uh, Kickback, and then High Noon, High and then noon. it's High Noon at Mega Mountain. Okay. Fucking terrible name. What a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> uh, they oh, had, uh, they had, yeah. So like, they had those hippie guys that would, that like tried to, man, that that sounds rapey. And when I'm going back and thinking, it about was it. kind of rapey. These, these, like hi- they were trying these to take hippie them. dudes in a van, like trying, trying to, to abduct yeah. these kids. Yeah. Uh, and you remember Surf had, Ninjas uh, too? Do you remember? Do you remember Surf they Ninjas? They had uh, who was the girl that was in it? Oh, I don't remember. Remember, remember Rocky had like the girlfriend that yeah, was like Rocky also a ninja, but I don't remember her name. Hmm. Do you remember Surf Ninjas? 
Surf Ninjas, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Surf Ninjas. Mr. Mr. Miyagi, dude. Mr. Miyagi was in Surf Ninjas. The dude that was in it was the pizza delivery guy in uh, Turtles Two was in it. Who was it? Was Mr. Miyagi was in? Uh, was he the Three Ninjas guy? That was a different uh, Asian guy, different right? Guy. And then you had uh, Rob Schneider's in Surf Ninjas. Yeah, playing a game. They were Game Gear playing a Sega Game Gear. <laughs> wow, probably. What a fucking great movie. I think I have that on DVD downstairs. Like, those are my informative movies, that, and I watched uh, uh, Overboard, Going Overboard, the Adam Sandler movies. Three Three Ninjas might be one of those movies that I go back and have a lot of nostalgia for, and I just turned it off like 30 minutes in. (laughs) Uh, I watched the uh, Power Rangers movie the other day with kids. Olivia was really excited about Power Rangers. The original or the one where they get the powers? The original, well, they both get power. They get powers in both, but okay. there's the the ninja powers that they get, and then in two was Turbo. That's where they get the cars. Oh, and that's you have right. The, the little kid, you have the little kid playing the Blue Ranger. Yeah, he's hurt. I like the one where they get uh, the, the first ooze, one is the ooze, ooze Oz or what's his name? Ooze. Yep. yep. Yeah. Ivan Ooze. Ivan so Ooze. Was, oh, and they I, go to Olivia the, was really excited about watching Power Rangers, so she watched it. It's on Hulu right now. And so they were like, okay, this this is you, this is mom, this is me, this is Hadley, this is Nate, this is Jolene, you know, yeah, whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name, so, the Green Ranger, Falco, that, like, or Falcon, what's his name? What Dave, David Flacco or something like that? What? Jason David White? Jason David something? Jason, is that what you're talking about, the Green Ranger, Green White Ranger? Jason David Tommy Frank. Oliver. Why were we so far off? Oh, you're talking about, his, no, 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 his real name is what I'm giving you. Oh, that's his name in the show. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy Oliver is his fucking name in the show. Uh, I thought you were asking what his real name. Jason David Frank? Uh, yeah, Jason David Frank. Yes, exactly. Yep. Okay. Don't fucking... I, I know it's Tommy fucking did, Oliver. Did you ever damn. watch that um, that uh, fan-funded Green Ranger movie? Fuck yeah. Yeah, no, a Green Ranger movie, no. I watched the Power Rangers movie that they did where it was like way futuristic and shit with uh, the uh, evil, Vanderbeek. The evil guy? Oh, oh no, like the, the one that they just did like a couple years ago where he was still like an evil Green Ranger? Right. Yeah, 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 I watched that. It was like 10 or 12 minutes long. Was that it? I feel like it was. Maybe it wasn't. But I, I remember him being like a super evil, crazy Green Ranger. And I was like, fuck yes. There's no other Green Ranger in the world. Yeah, that was, yes. Power Rangers, when he was, Green Ranger. When he was the White Ranger and Saba. And then I think he became like the Black and Gold Ranger, too. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. right. It was only 15 minutes. Rise yeah, of the say, Green Ranger. Long. Rise of the Green Ranger. It's so good. But I'm a fucking Power Rangers mark, so it doesn't it, you fuck throw anything at me. I don't give a fuck. Power Rangers is great, man. That movie games. does not hold up, though. I will tell you that movie does not hold up. It's real bad, but it's real fun to listen to. That soundtrack's real good. That was one of the first CDs I ever owned. You had Red Hot Chili Peppers doing Higher Ground. Mm, that's right. That's a great time. Kimberly would have got some, it, dude. Some nostalgia right there. I wasn't a Kimberly guy. Really? Yeah, I just wasn't wasn't feeling it. She was. Well, uh, it starts to make more sense now. Really too annoying for me. <laughs> oh, too high pitched. Okay. Moving on. A little yeah, wrestling two news. Two in the pink, one in the yellow. Oh, she's Whoa. dead. Oh, fuck. Whoa, she's dead? She's, she's, fucking, tre- she's tre- talking to Prince right now? <laughs> Are you joking me? <laughs> Trini the Yellow Ranger passed away forever ago, man. Rest in peace. I do. I Holy shit. She what about awesome. Billy? You Billy's alive? Yeah, I think so. Ty Trang, I think, is uh, the yellow. That was, check me. Remember back in the day, check me out. like that was some racist ass shit. The Black Ranger oh, was black. Yeah. The Yellow Ranger yep. was yellow Asian. Was Asian. Fuck. Blue Ranger was some basic. The most white, powerful white Ranger dude. was the white dude. The, well, it was the red guy and then the white dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
What check me on that? Was the Yellow Ranger her, her name is Ty Trang or T H U Y Ty Trang? Fuck, I don't check I don't it. know and I check don't it, care. Dog. No, I don't want to I don't want to learn how she died and be sad about it, okay? I don't know about her. All right, I'll look myself. Fuck you. Anyway. Her name was Trini though, right? It I'm was Trini sure. in the show. Yellow yeah. Ranger. Man, you talk about an expansive franchise. We were just talking about Pokemon and how long that's been around. The fucking yep, the, Ty- the Power Rangers and their uh their predecessor show. What's her name? Ty Trang right there. Ty Trang? I had it. I was right. Well, Rest in peace. What was the Her. Power Rangers like origin show? Uh, there's a shit ton of Power Rangers, dog, so I don't know. Yeah, but it, it stemmed from some... Oh, Super I mean, Sentai. Mighty, oh, yeah. I was going to say Mighty Morphin was the original. There's that one over in Japan, though. Super Sentai was going on, has been going on for like fucking forever. Yeah. I mean, Saban has owned that for so long, Yeah, you know? Did you see the one that they did? Uh, not that we want to keep going with Power Rangers. Did you see the one that they did in theaters with the uh, Emil? Uh, nope, Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Oh yeah, I didn't mind it actually. It was it was fine. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. fine. God, I forgot anyway. that was even a thing, man. Yeah, and then, now they're gonna reboot it again supposedly. So whatever. Whatever, that's fine. Uh, talking about uh, some fake fighting and going on to some more fake fighting. AEW. Oh yeah. Uh, Dynamite renewed. Uh, what do you think about that? Through twenty twenty three, man. Yeah, they got a, they got an extension, pretty hardcore, and, and there's a rumor that they got a second uh, weekly show coming up. They already have a second show, though. They have the dark show. Is that what you're talking about? A- AEW Dark. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's real good, right? But it's it's beautiful because AEW Dark is not dark necessarily dark matches. Like it still features prominent the wrestlers. prime time people of AEW. So right. uh, a second show. I don't know that we need that, but they. They're talking supposedly upwards of $150 million for this deal with TNT. I, I hope that they get into some, like, start selling out some bigger places because it's, it's depressing to, to actually look at the crowd on AEW and see, like. It's on right now. They're 50, doing Bash at the Beach tonight. 15 rows, you know. They're doing Bash at the Beach tonight. Old WCW. Yeah, how they, are they, they got how the are rights they doing to, that? Because they got the rights to Bash at the Beach. So they're doing it tonight. Turn it on your fucking television right oh, now. Shit, YouTube huh? TV. Huh. Yeah. So um, and some hot matches, too. I mean, I, I, I'm sad I'm not watching TVH, but um, I, I think AEW is phenomenal. Say that AEW is phenomenal. I can't. Um, I haven't watched a ton recently, but I still think it's some of the best wrestling out there right now. Yeah. So uh, so that them getting an extension. Awesome. Love it. I'm pulling it up on YouTube TV. I, I don't. I don't agree with Tony's thought here. Which, to counteract uh, AEW, you got WWE still doing their normal shows: Raw, SmackDown, NXT on Wednesdays. Yep. Um, Tony really liked Raw on Monday. I still thought it was pretty bad. There was a couple DDP's of okay segments on right now. Yeah, dude, that's the main event. Then DDP's in the main event. I think. That's, I don't know. It's still got like over a half an hour you think he can go for a half he does he does ddp yoga so he does do ddp yoga yeah ddp is uh i think he's fighting with is he fighting with dustin Rhodes and somebody else uh i just tuned in oh i do see dustin Rhodes. yeah yeah dustin Rhodes should be there it's a six-man uh, tag match since six-man tag match yep yep so. is that champa who is that no champa's an nxt, NXT. <laughs> i always get these two guys mixed up he looks like Champa. Is though. it the butcher? Is it Butcher the, and the Blade? Uh, butcher, yes, the Blade. That's right. Yep. Yeah, Butcher and the Blade. It's a pretty good name. And then the Kitty. God, DDP looks old. God, yeah, he's like 
old. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's like a train wreck. Like, how do you look away? You can't from look that? away. Anyway, oh, so God. Tony liked Monday Night Raw. I think Raw's still bad. Although Raw's about to have to turn it on. I mean, we're in the we're, the next three to four months is when wrestling is at its best. Yeah, yeah. Royal Rumble into the, anyway. into the got the Rumble to Mania stretch is usually some of the best wrestling, some of the best writing that they do every single year. So I'm excited. The thing I'm the most excited about is because this is the year. This is the first year where NXT is on main television. Okay. So I'm really excited to see 30 man Rumble. How many legends do we get? How many NXT people do we get? Where's that line at? You right. Know? With with Brock entering first, I have a feeling that's going to skew to a lot of. Uh, uh, of Fake ass people and NXT people, they just want to expunge. Um, but I think this is could this could also make for a few surprises. You know, Monday Night Raw had some of the best, some did have a pretty good promo uh, with with Brock Lesnar and R Truth. That was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah, the first half of Monday Night Raw, the first ninety minutes, was probably like the best ninety minutes of WWE that we've gotten in months. It, a while. It was good. It was funny. Like even from the jump where they came out. Randy Orton came out, and then uh, uh, fucking Christ, who came out? AJ Styles, AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre, and Drew McIntyre, and they were all joking and like laughing at each other. Like that's just kind of turning face, right? Kind Slowly. of a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got his claim wars bigger. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, oh God, listen, dude. Update TDP. They just showed a, a close up. He looks like old. <laughs> It's so bad. It's old, so dude. fucking bad He's right old now. Motherfucker, dude. He's old. Especially when they get him in there next to these guys that are probably in their late twenties. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Listen, who else is old? Is Bose. Okay, they're so old that they're closing all of their stores in the United States, Japan, Europe, and Australia. How's that hit you? Uh, I just bought. I just got a new pair of Bose headphones for Christmas. So yeah, what they said is that that basically it's it's too much of an expenditure. Their e-commerce has been steadily rising for the last several years, and uh, they're in all the major retailers. So they're like, bye bye. I mean, it's a, it's a little no over a hundred stores. There's no reason for them to have a store. So whatever. a lot, a lot of these stores too are like hole in the walls at shop or malls. They're like very low footprint stuff like that. So I, I get it. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, man, these people think that Bose is like one of those untouchable companies, and you know, even even they are hit by the fact that they're uh, the way that we buy products is changing. I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I saw my Bose headphones. I don't think Bose ever really needed a standalone store. I don't think they they're diversified enough for them to be in a mark a market to have an, their own store or a kiosk or anything like that. So, but back in the I, day, I don't think they, I don't look at this like a loss. The Bose stores were like fucking dope back in the day. Sure. I mean, now I just don't think they need to be there. True. Um, Sony. They released a new attachment for their DualShock controller, which kind of came as a surprise since they're in the last six months well, of, of uh, this console, or six to nine months of this console generation. You think so? What the fuck do you mean, do you think so? I don't think it's a surprise. I think for them to continue to iterate on something that they're about ready to package into a new device is a good idea. Not only that, but they're just going to get more money, so why not? Yeah, so this device, that I, that's true. The device that we're talking about, for, forever people have wanted a pro controller for similar a to xbox yep like the xbox elite controller they wanted like a first party badass controller you got the astro one out there for 200 bucks it's actually pretty paddles, cool 
Uh, paddles on the back. Paddles on the back. So yeah, Sony comes out kind of surprisingly and says, "Hey, thirty bucks. Got this thing. It plugs into the bottom of your controller. It's got programmable paddles on the back. Um, it's got three different modes and sixteen configurations, all stuff. So for thirty bucks, not bad. If if you're sure. if you're playing shooters or you're playing uh, games that you need that that quick." I mean, imagine flick. being able to slide with Apex with just slapping a button on the back of your button or back of your controller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not having to move off the joy the joysticks. Yeah, would be a big deal. right, 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 right. Um, re like switching your guns or reloading. Sure, uh, your grenades, any, your smoke, whatever. It's I mean, basically you can, you, it's basically the triangle, square, circle, and X. Like you got to get rid of those. Right, and, and that's the big thing about it is that they're doing something and trying a thing with the PS5. This seems to be a built-in feature. Love you. Love Night, kids. Okay. Sorry, don't mind me. Oh, kissed her. Just kissed Still a present. Still got her damn coat on like she's cold. Just kissed a present raper. Jesus Christ. That's going to be a way to embarrass her boyfriend later True on that. In life. One of these days. Yep. Um, that's kind of it, man. I mean, we're on to the, the watched and played. That's funny. Uh, just, just before we get too far there, Tony, I, I, I had a picture of you posted on the, on the chatty snaps. Oh, okay. It says podcast. So it looks like this. Okay. Okay. No big deal. Uh, but, uh, our friend, <clears throat> friend of the show and uh ring of discussion host, Joe Barber says, a douche. <laughs> uh, so there's that to go off of in case you were in case you were wondering. Yeah, we uh, Joe Barber and I always had a love hate relationship. Yeah, Joe Barber's a good dude. I like I Joe, love, Barber, I yeah. Joe Barber. Yeah, but it's it's more like he loved and hated me. I always liked the guy. I mean, you can be a dick, so I understand. Yeah, when you're the boss, man, like no, don't always have to be an asshole. Believe me. Yeah, if you want the job done, sometimes. No, I, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. I was, yeah. I'm a different guy yeah. now. Yeah, I you're, you're, I mean, it's, hey, it's, update. It's, it's a, DDP like about six or seven s- times. Has, still old. He's acted like he's gonna fight. Like he gets on the side of the ring and like goes on the outside. They haven't even let him take a bump yet. No, I haven't even taken a oh, bump wow. yet. He's just standing. Are you going to bed. All right, let's let's pause real quick while I take the tell the the small child good night. Are you going yeah. to bed, Hetty? Okay, you say bye. Bye. She's talking to you. She, she Bye. You, but that's fine. Blown kisses. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Stick them in your mouth. That's gross. God, I hope you washed your hands. Bye-bye. This is all going in because I don't edit very well, so. You got to learn how to edit all this downtime out. Keep it tight. Nah. Oh, I keep it tight. I keep it tight, son. Tight is the only way I keep it. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, back. Joe Barber thing. Joe Barber. Love Joey Beebs, Joe Barber. we used to call him. That dude is great. Joey Beebs. Uh, what have you been watching and playing, man? Um, man, are we already at the end of the show? Okay. Uh, I played some Call of Duty. Yeah, I this is, this, is tight, this is the tight one right here. No, yeah, we're good. Uh, Call of Duty's still great. I love Call of Duty. God, same. Um, I've been playing a lot, lot of, a uh, lot of, lot of, a lot of Switch today. I played. I only played video games for like a few hours today, unfortunately. Uh, Update. GDP's my, in. 
Great. Uh, I shoveled my driveway, or I'm sorry, I shoveled the, the, the sidewalk out front of my house, I'm sorry, in kind of the front area where you walk down to make sure the wife didn't slip and the kids didn't slip. So I did some housework and shit like that, but uh, I played a lot of SteamWorld Quest, The Hand of Gilgamesh, okay. um, which is really great. Update on DDP real quick. Oh, fuck. Yep, still old. He did a couple of his stunners. I don't know what they're called. Uh, the, the, diamond cutter, the diamond cutter. The diamond cutter. Fuck, the, Tony. The, the first one, he basically turned the guy around, fell on his own ass, and then onto his back. It was real ugly. The second yeah. one, uh, he did a little bit better. And I shit you not, I think his dentures came loose. Uh, they cut away from him really quickly, and it looked like his fucking teeth fell out. Probably. Then he got on the top rope, and he did a you know a frog a frog leap splash. Yeah, that's uh, his thing. He does a, he does a, spra- yeah, a splash to, to the outside of the ring on four or five guys, and it looked like right. he got hurt pretty. He got pretty roughed up. I mean, him even dropping some bumps like that are pretty heavy. So he just keeps um, throwing up the he just keeps throwing up the diamond. That's his the, thing. The diamond, bang, baby, bang. Uh, so SteamWorld Quest is real good. Okay. Um, I like that game a whole lot. I feel like I played it a shit ton so far though, and uh, I lo- I looked today just to see how many chapters are in that game, and it's like. 15 to 18, I can't remember for sure, but there's a fuck ton. I think I'm in chapter four. I think oh, I put really? six or eight hours into that game already. Like, it's a long game. Um, but it's Can you give me, like, a very a very reader's digest of, like, how it plays? Uh, you get you get cards that do different things that okay. are based on how many pieces of stamina you have, basically. There are cogs, as you are, like, a robot, and you have right. robot characters. And you can do – there are cards that, do, that don't that do take any of the cogs but build those up. So you have attack cards and um, idle cards that you can play that will build up your cogs that you can use to spend on bigger cards for more damage. And then if you chain those together through – hey, say you play three green cards. Oh, fuck. Okay. If you play three green cards, you get a bonus card, and then you're chaining that together. No, you know something three. about the green cards, don't you? I do. If you play three blue cards, same thing, three red. It's all based on the uh, weapon you you have equipped also. Your weapon equip, equip is uh, is your bonus card. So okay. um, it plays into some strategy elements there. Like if you have six cards on your deck that are all two cog cards, and you have zero cogs, you're fucked. You can't play anything. Okay. Um, you have two trash piles, uh, or I'm sorry, two ability, to, two cards you can throw into the trash pile and hope that you get a no cog card um, or something to that effect to it, at least help build up your cogs. You don't want to hear this, but it sounds a little like Hearthstone. Um, I don't know. I haven't played Hearthstone, so. Yeah. What you're explaining is kind of like Hearthstone. Like you got you got cogs, or you got stamina. Hearthstone has like mana crystals and all that stuff. So it sounds yeah, it I mean, sounds fun. And like if it goes dirt cheap, maybe I'll it's pick it up. Eighteen bones right now, and this is the That's cheapest I've much. ever seen it. Is it? Um, it's not for me. I love the Steam Warp games. So um, is there anything else that Derek Vance has played? Uh, I I am I. <laughs> I installed all my Switch games as far as like the Disney, Aladdin, and uh, Lion King games. Um, okay. And I installed uh, what was that RPG that I bought or traded uh, that dude for? Uh, Treehouse, three houses, Fire Emblem. Oh, Fire Emblem. I have that. I'm getting ready to start Fire Emblem. So that's supposed is to where be I'm really at. good. Yeah. I uh, as far as watched. What's that? Go ahead. 
I was going to say what I watched. Oh, go ahead. The only thing I really watched was we watched Marriage Story the other night, which was real sad. It's, it, hits, it hits hard, man. It hurts, dude. Yeah. I was crying. I cried, I think, twice. God, you cry at every um, fucking movie, though. I'm an I'm because I'm real with my emotions, you fucking bitch. I, I mean, uh, I'm real with my emotions too, but I ain't crying. Get the fuck out, you. No, you ain't. Sometimes you is, sometimes you ain't, bitch. It's a fifty-fifty coin flip. For your it's ass. pretty rare that I cry um, in a movie these days, but. Uh, so uh, with me with Marriage Story, the two times I cried was really towards the end, when like you get that sense that there's always going to be that love between them, right? Yeah, Spoilers, yeah, yeah. and she's tying his shoe, and it's just like. Yeah, and that that the big scene, the fight scene between the both of them in that apartment. That shit really was raw. That shit really rocks you up, doesn't it? Like it was. I got. I'm. I'm. Tr- I'm not even lying. Yeah, I got goosebumps thinking about it. Like that was some raw ass acting right there. Some real ass emotion between the two of them. Um, for those of you that don't know, that's directed by Noah Bombach, uh, Kylo Ren himself, Adam, Adam Driver, Driver and yeah. Scar and Scarlett Johansson are the main actors and actress in that movie. And it's, it's really, really good. Yep. I, uh, also play just a shitload of call of duty. Uh, it's, it's hard not to, the game is real good. Um, I'm a big fan of the shoot house and shipment. I like the fast place gun style. Shoot house for life. Shoot shoot house for life. Yeah, it's just a big enough map to make it interesting. It's fast paced. You're always you're always dying. I like the different objectives. The game is really good. Um, and the the for the first time in a long while, the grind of multiplayer is kind of getting me like leveling up your weapons, stuff like that, finding these attack or getting these attachments, figuring out the best configuration. Um, and having somebody to play with helps a lot. Like I got a, I got a squad from nationwide. I played with Derek a couple times still yet to play with, uh, Dugan and, and Garrett, which Garrett doesn't own it, but me, me, you Dugan should, should rage. Yeah, for sure. Um, no doubt about it. It's it's fun. It's addicting. It's really addicting. Uh, leveling up through the battle pass. Um, yeah, poning noobs, man. It's good. It's good fun. True that. Uh, I booted up Mortal Kombat 11, and it got a lot of praise for like the best story. Um, yeah, it's hard to I'm argue. Feeling it. No, oh, no, wow. it's it's you are really it. oh for okay. sure it's really All good. Right. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is basically like. It follows the MK10 line where you have chapters and you have like three or four fights per character per chapter. Uh, but then you you have these really long like 10 to 15 minute in-betweens where it's like cinematic story filling things. And to kind of summarize it, the whole thing is that, you know, in the last game, MK10, the really bad guy, Shinnok, who was trying to kill the Elder Gods, Raiden... You know, Raiden and you, you beat him. Shinnok's like Raiden, turning. Raiden kind of went, he dipped in the dark side a little he bit. He did, yeah. He So, like, Shinnok turns all these other guys evil, like Liu Kang. Like, all these old dead heroes he brings back from the dead as evil incarnations. Remnants, or revenants, I think they call them. So, yeah, the game basically ends with Raiden turns kind of uh, dark side to defeat Shinnok. And this game picks up immediately right there. He fucking off Shinnok uh, in the first, like, 30 seconds. Just murders this motherfucker. Um, and uh, then you learn, conveniently, there's a, a figure that is more powerful than all the gods. Uh, and she controls time, and her name is Chronica. And uh, 
She her plan is to reset time as we know it to go back before any of the events of Mortal Kombat the original. So it's a it's a pretty interesting take on it. And you got like the old the old school meeting, the new school, like you got old old Liu Kang, new Liu Kang, yeah, old Johnny yeah, Cage, yeah, yeah. new Johnny Cage. Right. And it's pretty interesting because it's not it's not just rinse and repeat like you have old Johnny Cage who's like, you know, a, a father figure, he's matured and he meets young Johnny Cage who's a, just a jackass, but they're both good guys, right? So like that's pretty interesting whereas like Liu Kang and um Kung Lao they come back as their young good selves and they got to go fight their current day fucked up evil side dudes. And that's interesting. You know, it's, it's just really intriguing. There's a lot of intricacy. And if you didn't play nine and 10, it's going to be really hard for you to pick up on what's going on in 11. I I didn't play nine. I played 10. Nine nine might be the best of the last few. The the idea that this is kind of taking the old characters, melting them with the new and Mm -hmm. then resetting everything at the end of it is awesome. And the idea, like, I know what the final battle is, and that's fucking awesome sounding. And I don't, I, so I, would, I don't. I don't want to hear about. I'm it. I'm not spoiling. Nope, I'm not saying nothing. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm not you, Jon Snow. Yeah. Um. I I think you're gonna love it, and I would love to play it, but somebody didn't buy it digitally, so fuck me. Yeah, you didn't want to play it enough. You're right. Uh, it's really good. Uh, what I really like about it. Okay, so Ronda Rousey, I forgot was in this. Bad, garbage, right? Bad yeah, voice. I heard she's the worst part. Uh, her character's great, but the the voice she's acting Sonya is, Blade. Yeah, uh, young Sonya. Well, she's both sure. Sonyas actually, but she's yeah. both Sonyas. Um, yeah. yeah, bad bad voice acting. And uh, what I like about it is uh, that I've liked about the last few games actually is they really, really flush out Scorpion and Sub Zero. They, I, and those are the two. I mean, for me, with the ninja stuff, it's got some of the most uh, eccentric and awesome backstory there is. Right. They they give them. They go back to their given names, Hanzo and uh, stuff, and they really define those characters. Like they're not just quiet bad dudes or good dudes. Like they're they're legit. Like senseis. They got they got entire armies with them and shit it's like they're pretty fucking badass uh and and this game picks them up they're a little older a little bit more grizzled um but it's good man it's good and there there are characters that are popping up in this story that like god damn i haven't seen since mortal kombat 2 so it's it's just real great it's real nostalgic i love it other than that i've played some more pokemon they got they got that update out played some battle tower which is fucking hard it's like the built-in, uh, you know, basically the uh, tournament tower. Um, the The entire game is easy as fuck. Like, basically, if you just level up your Pokemon and you, you use all attacking attacks, you know, it's like game over. But you get into the battle tower, and it becomes very strategic. Like, you got to use your defensive abilities. You got to use your debuffs, your your uh, your buffs on your characters. You got to think about what items you're holding. Um Enough to the point that I'm like, yeah, this just isn't for me. Right. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So, uh, did you play that demo for the new Pokemon game? The uh, Detective Pikachu thing or the dungeon one? No, the dungeon. No, I did not. I saw that it was out you there. Do that. Yeah, I played it today. You liked it okay. all right. 
It's all right. I think it'd be really fun for the kids. Like, there's an auto-generated, like, you press a button and it takes you to where you need to go kind of thing. Uh, so it's okay. pretty simple. Like, it's just, hey, press this, basically, hey, press this button, it'll walk through the world, take you to the stairs, and you're just going up and down a dungeon to where you complete the missions. I mean, it's yeah. not overly hard, but it's it's cool. That's going to... It's interesting. I just feel like that's going to be a $60 game that is $20 of value. I'm pretty sure it's 40 at launch, so it's oh. already not 60 All right. Yeah, I'm dumb. a little more intrigued by that. Yeah, uh, I would I, really I would pick that game up at twenty dollars like that. I I play that yeah. at twenty bucks is where I would be. sure so maybe yeah maybe um, would too. I I had a, a lot of fun with Pokemon Quest. That was a really like basic ass game, right? And right, it was right. free. But uh, what I watched not much. Like I've started watching Shit's Creek. Uh, this class that I'm in at work, like everybody in there loves Shit's Creek. Um, I need to watch the last episode of Witcher. I haven't opened that yet. Ah. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I started scoping out the Witcher books, and I got to tell you, like, uh, I can't find my copy of the original three books. Um, but now it's been so long that it it's kind of like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Like, you got to, like, you got to read them in chronological order, not in release order. And so I was doing some searching online, and I guess there was some big thing with, like, the publisher of those books, like, went defunct and, like... Nobody really knows who has the rights to some of these books. So, like, if you go online and you try to buy some Witcher books, they're fucking expensive. Are they? Yeah, like, the box set. There's seven books, right? The box set of those books is on eBay for, like, 200 bucks. Um, it's crazy expensive. Barnes & Noble has a few of the, like, kind of prequels that came out. Um, sure. Late 90s. Because uh, this, this goes back to, like, the 60s, this book series. But... Um, they have some of those prequels that don't have that publication. And even those are like 15 bucks for a paperback, which is crazy. But yeah, so I, I got to figure that out. Cause I do want to reread those and I haven't read like the origin prequels or anything like that. So we'll see. But the, the, the show has really intrigued me to want to replay the game, which I, I just have not forced myself to do. Sure. I, I like the idea of downloading it again. I don't know about playing it again, but I, I would like the idea of downloading it again. On Game Pass. I know it is. I almost wanted, I almost downloaded Grand Theft Auto again today, and I'm like, I got to clear out uh, some of this other bullshit no. first. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto is probably worth a replay. I'm just never going to jump into it because I know it's I don't no, I, hours. I don't even want to. I don't even want to play the game again. You I want to play online, online, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's because fucking God damn it, dude. Red Dead Online should have been the best, and it's not. And Grand Theft Auto is, so I might as well do something. It is weird that the same, what? the same company like made something so great and also so bad. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Let, let's talk about one thing. I got to walk on for you here, if you're ready. All right, let's hear it. A PlayStation wrap up, Tony. Oh yeah, you had a lot more hours than me. You should Play, feel bad about PlayStation that. PlayStation 2019 wrap up. So PlayStation does this thing every year where they they show you, hey, this the many the amount of games and the amount of hours and the most played game and so on and so forth of what you played, right? So I look forward to this every year. I think it's really cool. I love the deep dive and it's it's kind of interesting reflection of how much time I waste. It's so games. it's so fucked up that Microsoft <laughs> so. does not do this. Nintendo and Sony both do this now, and Microsoft's still on the back burner. It's fucked up. Um, so pull yours up, Tony. I got mine here. Um, I, I have games played. That is how many different games that you played on the PlayStation platform for the year of 2019. Okay. Uh, mine is sitting at 58. 
Uh, I'm getting signed in right now to the PlayStation You're Network. fine. I was going to say, I can pull yours up really quick if you need me to. But Nah, it's just, you know how Sony is. It takes forever to get nope. logged in. Uh, nope, I'm with you. Uh, your top games. Nope. First yeah, person. you played 58 different games. I played I played 58 different games. I'm scrolling to see where I even find that at. Uh, I will find it because you haven't texted me a whole lot, so I can just scroll up a little bit. Hang on. Oh, is that like a low-key jab? Oh, you played 15 different games. Yeah. Uh, is that is that what yours That's is? Mine. Fifteen. And how many did you play? Uh, mine was uh, twenty eight. I think is what I said. God damn it! Did it fucking wreck it? I thought yours was oh, like no, fifty. I, I, I had pictures. Fifty eight. I'm sorry. Fifty eight different games. Jesus Christ! You. That's one game <laughs> a week, down. man. Calm down. Uh, and you had fifteen. Yeah. Uh, your your top hours Borderlands was Borderlands three, 3 at one hundred and sixteen hours, Dragon Quest eleven at thirty three, and MLB the Show seventeen. Now, now put this in perspective. You do play MLB, a lot of Xbox. MLB and you, the Show nineteen for seventeen hours. Sorry, seventeen hours nineteen. I'm dyslexic. Uh, you, you play a lot of Xbox and you play a lot of phone games. So I'm not trying to not trying to bag on you. Uh, I'm over here with Apex Legends at one hundred and ten hours. So you beat me in top hours of a game, yep. but I also put eighty hours into Borderlands Three, which is way more than I thought, and fifty nine hours in the Division Two, wow, uh, which is h- higher than what you had. Um, as far as my top genre, I, first person shooter. Which Tony, you know me well enough. I, yeah. I did not ever think I'd be a first person shooter guy. I thought back in the day I, I hated first person shooters right bad right so the idea that this is the game i spent the most hours on 345 hours playing first person shooters is crazy you put in 136 in first person shooters yourself i'm thinking like what are the genre. other 20 hours outside of borderlands 3 i'm trying to think like probably destiny probably well maybe apex too you put oh a yeah apex. apex yeah you're right yeah, i mean it's, a, it's the first person um you you clocked in uh, what was your grand total hours there Tony? 229 <laughs> for how many days 95 days so I that's played. not bad that's res- that's respectable right i'm not trying to i'm not trying to shit on you it's just funny um i clocked in 1395 hours so uh much. played in the in the year 2019 now that's pretty impressive considering i've got three are kids you above 300 uh 300 what days no that's 166 days dude um, 1,295 hours locally, 10 hour game streak, uh, and a hundred hours online is what I'm at. Seven hour game game streak. I was surprised. I'm trying to think of when that was. It had, it had to have been borderland. Someday I was off. Your, your prime time to play is Sunday evenings. Mine's Wednesday afternoons. You only earned 84 trophies. I earned, uh, I think a hot, hot button more than that. 530. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I downloaded 20 of the PlayStation plus games. You only downloaded 13. You played Borderlands online for 15 hours. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've got mine listed here. And then, uh, yeah, the, the end all be all was I was a marksman, which I do believe if I'm not mistaken, you were also yeah, yeah marksman. marksman as well. So, um, pretty big, pretty big differential. I mean, if you want to talk about somebody who plays a lot of games and has played a lot, a lot of games, that'd be Chris Dugan. Um, I can give you his details if you'd like me to, cause it's, it's a whole lot. Go ahead. This here. I'm, I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit this and then we'll, we'll, we'll try to wrap up here. Uh, Christopher Dugan, uh, friend of the show, friend of ours, uh, that is, a. I think he changed his name. I believe he's Proto Souls on PlayStation now. Okay. Uh, Chris Dugan played a whopping 140 different games on PlayStation 4 in the year 2019. Jesus fucking Christ. 
He played a grand total of 209 hours in Final Fantasy XIV, 185 hours of Apex Legends, and 152 hours of Monster Hunter World. His top genre was RPG with a grand total of 507 hours, which Tony, go ahead and give me a a rough estimate of what you think his hours clocked in 2019 were. How much was yours? 1,300? 1,395 or some shit. He's got to be close to 4,000. No, no, that's insane, but pretty close. How many uh, um, God, how many fucking hours are there? I mean, you know how many hours how many hours, how many hours are in a year? I don't know 24, the answer to that. Uh 525,600 24 times 365. Uh what? Uh 24 times 365. There's 8700 hours in a year. Christopher Dugan played 2600 hours in the year of 2019. That's good for 303 days. 2,400 hours locally, basically 225 20, hours. That's basically six hours a fucking day. Yeah, you're goddamn right it is. His prime time to play is Monday nights. He earned 532 trophies throughout the year of 2019, and he downloaded 23 of the 24 PlayStation Plus games. Six hours drops, a day for 365 drops. days. How the fuck is this man married? Drops him into an action. And we know that he's not <laughs> playing six hours every day, So, which means he's he's playing more than six hours Listen, several times we're, a week. We're not here to judge, Tony. We're here to talk oh, about Oh, I'm the here facts. to judge after are. that fact came out. <laughs> hey, I, somebody... I was, Go check on Dugan's wife. Make sure she's okay. <laughs> don't think she's getting enough pussy. Wait, wait, she's not sorry, getting enough dick. I don't think dick. he's getting enough pussy. I don't think he's fucking her enough. That's, uh, that's a different story. Uh, Gar- our friend Garrett Beam only played 33 different games. However, he put in uh, 430 hours in a Final Fantasy fourteen. Wow. Uh, Garrett, however, had a baby this year. They both played more Final Fantasy fourteen than I played of any game on PlayStation. His, yeah, his hours clocked Garrett's were uh, 1922 God so, damn! How's that still, man married? Yeah, his his was still pretty low. That's still uh, his like last five year hours was like twenty four. His year, last year was like twenty four twenty five. So you can tell having uh, having his baby definitely helped him out a little bit to drop down. But yeah, definitely uh, his hour streak was fourteen hours straight. Jesus Christ, so, that's so depressing. We have to end the podcast. Uh, make. Make sure to take check out yours. I think it's a really fun thing that Sony does. I love it. Um, I love it every year. It's fantastic. So make sure you check that out uh, on a yearly basis. The 2019 wrap up of your. I remember you shit on me for my last year's one too. Well, that's because you don't play shit. I think I got like eight games last year or something. It it's was bad. it was stupidly low. <laughs> it's bad news, my dude. Yeah, bad news. So uh, that's, uh, that's it. it. Huh? That's all I got. That's all I got. What else you got? Uh, not a thing. We're gonna start uh, releasing these uh, these catalogs that we've been recording for our game of the decade. Um, that'll start coming out uh, next week. So it's gonna be episodic. Um, it's gonna be a total of four, five, six. It's gonna be seven or eight episodes that we discuss and we get down from thirty-two to the top game of the decade. So. It's been really, really fun, actually. Really good conversation. If if you think we're a bunch of dumbasses, you need to go listen to this because we actually know some shit that we're talking about. So, um, it's our it's our passion project, and it uh, is. I'm really excited. We're gonna we're gonna talk another one tonight and record some more. So, for the DTS podcast, we're out of here, right? I'm Tony. Yeah, we are the fuck out here. I am Derek. It is time to talk about some video games. Check out the DTS podcast game of the decade. I'll plug the uh, awesome. Level Up Show podcast since you did not on this one. I didn't. Yeah, Level Up Show podcast. Check that out. We're going to be doing our game of the year soon, which means uh, I'll be able to tell you, Tony, that my game yeah, of the year a fucking is month beep. Late. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just a great game, and I really love to play a little more. Beep. But uh, we'll talk about more uh, so that great. Uh, later. It's a pretty great game. Yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts yeah. three was great. <laughs> For Tony, I'm Derek. We out here. I'm Tony. Bye bye. Tasako to your witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, oh, oh.